Angeles, California, the one, the only, Hollywood. I'm Hollywood and I'm from LA. Now you listen good, cause here's what I say. Rock and roll is what I do. And if you were me, then you would too. But so sorry, boys, you don't add up. If you want to wrestle me, you gotta be tough. <laughs> Everybody. Welcome to the Mike Rand Show and today's special guest, we've got a treat for you. Once again, we've got Hollywood from GLOW, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Hey, Hollywood, how are you? I'm great, Mike. How's it going? Good. We're going to have so much fun today because Hollywood is going to make her soaps for us and show us the whole process. So that's, that's going right. to be lots of fun. Are you excited for that? Yes, I, I'm excited for that. You know me. I've been making soap for a while, so this is, um, I have everything ready for you, so when we're ready, we'll do it. Yep. So before we start that, guys, we're going to answer some fan questions. Um, there's a couple fan pages that me and Hollywood both have. We've got Forever Glowing Glow, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, and then we also have the official, original Glow Girls, 1985 to 1990 fan pages. And we've got some questions from those pages that we're gonna have Hollywood answer for us today. And I gotta right. say, Hollywood, the number one question that a lot of fans have asked me that they wanted me to ask you is if you can share your memories of Aunt Kitty. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, bless her heart, that's what I have to say. So Aunt Kitty um, was Matt's aunt, for real. And um, she was the bad guy's manager, for those who don't know. And she was sweet. She was a sweet lady, but she didn't take any crap from anybody. So she was perfect. And I mean, perfect. I would not have screwed with her. I'm, I mean, did you ever see the video where, where Vine and I are on the side dancing with Aunt Kitty trying to do her rap? <laughs> That's one of my favorite memories. And being Vine, Vine swinging her handcuffs. <laughs> we look like some harlots, but uh, she was sweet. And my favorite time to hang out with Aunt Kitty was when we did the, um, the Hollywood jokes at the end of the show, when she would go and talk to, uh, to, to uh, David McClain, try to set me up with David McClain. Those were hysterical and those were fun. Now, if we could see bloopers of that, wow, that would be pretty cool. So she was a lovely lady. And when I found out she passed, uh, I made sure that I was at her funeral. And so I hadn't seen Matt or Tony Simber for a very long time. I don't remember any other glow ladies attending, but I definitely had to be there to honor Miss Aunt Kitty. Yes, and it was always fun watching Aunt Kitty too when she would interfere in the matches. With her umbrella? Her umbrella, always wearing red, except in season two, she did wear white for a little bit. Yes. Yeah, but she was usually in red. Yep, she was usually in and red. She'd take and that umbrella trip, people, you know. Oh, it was so funny. I remember when, I, I think it was Johnny C that she ripped his jacket with <laughs> that umbrella, too. It, a lot yeah. of funny funny interference with Aunt Kitty, so she was definitely fun to watch. You know what? I think, if I, if I remember correctly, 
didn't her and Jackie Stallone do an arm wrestling match? Yes, I think they, they did. did. And I know you would know that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Pretty funny. Yeah. I don't remember who won, but I would think it was Aunt Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another question we have here is Mike Wilkinson wrote, most of the ladies of GLOW seem to have had a what am I doing funny moment. With that said, what was your personal strange or hilarious moment? Was there ever a moment that was so crazy or silly that you lost it while performing and had to regroup to continue? Well, we were on a tight leash and you guys know that with Matt Simber. So having to redo things over again was pretty much unheard of. I mean, I don't know anybody, you know, that would say, oh yeah. And it was funny, but the things that I remember that were funny, when I was standing at the end doing the PSA commercials, so about drugs, and um, that's not funny, obviously, because you're sitting there telling everybody, don't smoke, don't drink and drive. But there were people behind the scenes, behind the camera, holding up signs to make me screw up and laugh. And those were funny signs, and Matt had no idea because his head was looking this way and these people were holding up signs saying all kinds of, I'm not even gonna tell you what they were saying, but those were funny moments and I had to hold my composure and not laugh. And that was difficult because you didn't want Matt, you know, when, he, when you got up there to do your, your little lines, you wanted to like nail them because if you didn't, you were gonna stay there a long time and you were gonna get yelled at. And who wants to get yelled at? You're a professional. Just wanna get in and get out. Plus I had a flight to catch and I was just like stop doing that you guys I gotta get out of here and get in my car and head to the airport and head to LA oh yeah those were my moments Frank Corral wrote was there real heat with Tina and Ashley the Hollywood and Vine Tina and Ashley matches remain a staple of quality it looked like they really did not like each other that's a good question Frank uh, but it wasn't Tina and Ashley because they were sweet. They were nice girls. They were very professional. They knew what they were doing. They had been in front of an audience before. They had performed before. Myself and Vine, especially me, had not. Uh, so I was learning really from them. But my animosity, and everyone knows who that was with, that is the farmer's daughter because he went to the same high school. That is where the true animosity is. But you know what? I'm glad it looked like we didn't um, get along because we were doing our jobs. So that was a good question. Thanks, Frank. Yeah, I love those Tina and Ashley matches. You had a few of them, and they, they were really good matches to watch. So everybody, I recommend They were great them. girls to work with. That's why. Yeah. They made us look good, and we made them look good. <laughs> Mark Belktron wrote, did anyone from WCW mention working for them during your family feuds? No, I think they wanted dates. <laughs> no, that's a good question. You know, it was interesting then. I don't really think the people, they just didn't give us the notoriety and everything that we deserved. You know, I think because our show was so much different than theirs. More sketches, more comedy sketches, these rap songs, these crazy costumes. Um, so no, they wanted dates. They didn't want us to, they probably secretly wanted us to work with them, but that was unheard of back then in the eighties. At least for our show. Yeah. Our Rob, show. 
Robert Bassa wrote, one time when fighting little Fiji, it looked like you popped her in the nose really hard and she was stunned. Was that completely accidental? Oh, I'm so sorry about my cat. Oh, that's Mommy. okay. We want to see the kitty. How about that? This is Jaja. I'm sorry. I, uh, who did I almost accidentally get? A little Fiji in a match. Oh, that was accident. Gosh, accidents happen, you know? That's why eye contact uh, is so important when you don't have that. Oh, boy, little things can happen. I think I gave... It might have been lightning, a shiner, or somebody. I, I had them over my shoulder, uh, and somehow my knee hit their nose, and that's not fun. <laughs> but no, that was an accident. Didn't mean we, she was a she was so sweet. You could not be mean to her. She was quiet. Of course, if you screwed with her, you had to screw with Mountain Fiji, and who wants to do that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. No way. All right, and now Hollywood has some amazing soaps, guys. I'm going to show you a few Ooh. of them I got here. We have Mint to Be. I've got a Lemongrass. Oh, yeah, that's smells amazing, this one. Thank you. Everyone's favorite, Beach Baby. Oh, my gosh, yes. And then I've got an orange lavender turmeric here. Oh, that's good. And there's other the ones. The orange is so good. Orange yeah. Smells so, you know what? I never was a person who enjoyed the smell orange, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you in the soap, there's something about it that's not over, it's just, it's not overpowering. It's just something that was like, ooh, this goes good. This smells pretty good. Yeah, because you know, I, think, I think orange sandalwood is your other one, right? I do orange wood, yeah. Or orange, yeah, that, that one smelled well, really orange good. Orange wood is really good like as that well. One. Yep. And you know what? The one that I just, uh, that I had made, uh, and I'll be making more of that one, is the uh, black raspberry vanilla. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, saw that, I saw that one too. I can't wait Ooh, to that went real that fast. One. But then again, all of those go really fast. So basically, I'm just trying to make soaps that, that everybody likes. There's not a lot of preservatives in any of this. I mean, this one right here is just going to be olive oil and coconut oil. It's really standard. And I actually am making this for a friend. This one is actually going to be uh, citrus basil. So speaking of, we got orange. So this is essential oil. It's sweet orange. And just really a few drops of basil because you don't want it to be overpowering. I, I, it kind of gives this... Uh, 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 low notes or, or it's top notes of orange and then this just gives it a base, a tiny little basil-y citrusy smell. It's, it, it's really nice. Um, so I'm going to do that one today, but I enjoy doing this and Mike, thanks for letting me do this because I've been doing it now over a year and seven months. Started last January in 2019, mostly a hobby. You know, I kind of wanted to see how it was made. Plus, I wanted those soaps because I was going everywhere and buying these soaps. And I'm like, I know I can do this, so let's do a little due diligence. Let's uh, check YouTube videos. Let's get some recipe books out. Let's uh, go to the, um, to the manufacturers and see what they sell, how much they sell, what kind of molds do I need, uh, what kind of oils do I need, uh, what makes soap. So what makes soap, everybody, is oil and distilled water and then hyd uh, sodium hydroxide. Um, that's lye. And so once you put those two together, and I've made it ahead of time, so there's lye water here, you add it to the oils, you use this, which is a stick blender, 
you get it to emulsification and then you start adding your oils, which I have here. This is the sweet orange and the basil. And then if you want to add a color, I've got colorant here. So this one is going to be orange basil and we're gonna make that. And another thing that's very important is temperature. That's why we have a temperature gun here. So I'm checking my oil. My oil is 79 degrees, which is great, probably because that's what the temperature is here in my home. Uh, and then we have our lye water. And the most important thing here is wearing gloves. Gloves is important when we are making products for you and for me, plus, Lye water is dangerous and we do not want to spill any of that on us. And this is 77, so these are perfect. They should be 10 degrees, 10 degrees um, from each other. So if this one was 85, this could be 75, or this could be 95, this could be 85. But these are, so do you I want made them ahead. Just like, you, do you want them like room temperature? Is that ideal? Room temperature is great, yeah. You, you could do room temperature. That's pretty good. Um, let me get a paper towel just to put this on real quick because I don't want it all over this towel here and um, I always strain the lye as well so this is a straining here so the first thing that I'm going to do is I the temperatures are fine um, if it's too hot and too humid that's a whole nother thing because if it's too humid all of a sudden you start getting ash on some of your um, and ash is like this little white coating it's, it's so weird because temperature has everything to do with everything. I made this one right here. I'm going to show you, Mike. This I made um, a little while ago. It has pine tar in it. And, so, and I, um, pine tar is really pungent, so I only put a little bit in it. But this is basically a bar. Uh, it, it's, it's a big one because I haven't cut it yet. Um, but this is good for people with dermatitis and um, people with... Uh, skin irritations, dermatitis, and eczema. You know what, none of this stuff can cure, but it may help reduce the itching. Uh, so I thought I would try this up. This is just a little sampler one. Uh, a couple of my friends have that, and I'm gonna have them try it, and I'll try it and see how it is. But I use sandalwood in this one, sandalwood vanilla. You can smell a little bit of it, but you can still smell that tiny bit of pine tar, which is an interesting manly scent, shall we say. And then I did, this has nothing to do with pine tar, but I did my famous mermaids and that sandalwood. And the color that I use is a Brazilian red clay, which is a natural colorant. So I try to make these as natural as possible, no preservatives. Okay, so we can get started if you're ready. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, so here we have our oils. And in this one, this is olive oil and coconut oil. I measured that out. I have, um, and what I'm going to do is add the lye water. And the first thing that I'm gonna do is put the stick blender in here like so. I'll mix these oils around. I tap the bottom because I don't want any air bubbles in here. Um, and then I strain my lye and that's just because you never know who want, no one wants pieces of lye. What if the lye isn't totally dissolved? Which I make sure that it is, but you never know. So I'm always making sure and being careful all the time when I make so, just because I'm selling it to you guys, you know? So far so good, it's been a year and seven months. I have not one complaint, you know? All my stuff also that I sell is on Etsy. 
at Hollywood Botanica, B-O-T-A-N-I-K-A. Um, then I have a website called Hollywood Botanica. I also have Nashville Botanica. So basically, um, you can go to either of those sites and the soaps will be on there. And Christmas is just around the corner, everybody. So there'll be Christmas scents as well. Uh, fall scents. All right, now see how I'm mixing it? You can see it's starting to turn in there. I think you can see that because it was clear. Now it's not clear anymore. So I mixed this and uh, by hand at first. And then I'm just going to mix it with a stick blender. So I kind of do like 30 seconds, 10 seconds here. Now it starts to emulsify and get thicker. And basically we're looking for trace and trace is like cake batter. That's what that word means. Trace gets a little thicker, which is the consistency of cake batter. So we'll mix this really good. And then I'm gonna mix in the there we go. See how it's changing this color, a nice creamy color. And then I'll add, all I'm going to do is add in color and add in, in the um, essential oils. We'll pour it in the mold. And we'll do that here in just a second. I'll probably have a little bit left over, which is great. So now you do too, if someone, if somebody wanted a custom soap, right? Some flavor, you or, or scent rather. Yeah, yeah, you custom do that for the customers as well. I've done bubble gum, uh, grape soda. Oh gosh, yes. I'm gonna do something real quick. Uh, I need another container. Sorry, I have to leave for a second. I'm gonna grab a container real quick and pour a tiny bit inside here except we want to make sure that there is nothing in these. They're clean, but you never know what's in the closet, right? Could have a tiny bit of something somewhere. So I'm going to put that there, right over there. All right, now it's time for me to add, let's see, should we add coloring? Let's add a little color. Let's add color, yeah. So right here is some orange mica, another natural colorant. And we're going to put that in our mold. I've probably got a couple of teaspoons and I'm gonna mix that so that we can give this batter right here some color. Remember, it's orange basil. So I'm mixing it in by hand first before I use a stick blender. There's a lot of uh, do's and don'ts in making soap. And you know what, sometimes you just have to, um, you learn as you go. What, what were I think you well, what has been the thing that you think you've learned the most or that has surprised you from making soaps? Uh, learned the most is the temperature is the most important thing. Temperature, you know, I was soaping when it was hotter, like, like these temperatures, because once you add the light of this, let me tell you right away, once you do that, now we're gonna, um, real quick, we are going to, I like to get everything incorporated really good. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, what I've learned. Yeah, if the temperature's too hot, like over 100 degrees, whoo, it's gonna seize up. That means uh, the chemical reaction with the lye and the soap 
is making it, I mean, it's truly making it soap in the bowl. And I don't want soap in the bowl. I need soap in the mold. So it's accelerating it. So sometimes you have to be careful. There's another thing. I just added in this essential oil and the essential oils can accelerate the soap, meaning it's gonna get hard in the bowl quicker than it is. So I gotta get it into this mold quickly. And uh, that's basically one of the, the biggest no-nos is temperature and oils that accelerate too fast. And the reason I'm doing this more is I want it real creamy. Sopification is another word that you learn. So after it emulsifies, you go through sopification, and that's where you get the trace, where this is thicker. And I've also learned always, always keep away from the animals. No animals should be over here, like my cat was. No, no, no. No animals, no children. So you don't see my kitty anymore. My cats are pretty good. They pretty much know. Woo. See, now that just squirted. You want to put, make sure that you've got. So it's a little thicker. It could be even thicker. Sorry, Mike. I told you it's temperature. Temperature sometimes makes things take longer. If it's too cold in your house, too hot in your house, too humid in your house. Those are the things that I've been learning through this process. I hope I'm not boring anybody. No, we're enjoying this. Good. I usually have people who say to me when I when I am um, cutting up the soap, they tell me, "Oh my gosh, it's so th therapeutic," and that's what it is for me. It's really therapeutic. I love this. Now I made a little bit extra, so this little extra that I made right here, I'm going to put it in the uh, mermaid molds. Okay, see that's better. It's thickening up a little bit, and then I tap it here. We've already got our color in it, and we've got our essential oils in it. And so what I'm gonna do is pour it right here into the mold. And there's gonna be a little bit left over. All right, so I'm gonna pour that into my mold. I have a mold here and another mold ready to go here. And then I'm going to scrape out that bowl because I want every little bit. Do you think I have it down, Mike? Do you think you could do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what do you this, think? Watching think this you tutorial can... will help. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the tutorial would help me too. But, you know, you have to do it. You have to have hands on. If you don't have hands-on, forget it. How long would it say it took you to totally learn the process and to perfect it? I'm still trying to perfect it, kiddo. <laughs> you know what they say? They say that you are a professional after you do this for two years. So I have not done this for two years, which means I'm still learning, you know? So I think I'm still learning. And by the way, this smells incredible. It really does. Um, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a, uh, a perfectionist yet, but I'm trying to be. So I also spritz it with a little alcohol to get rid of any bubbles that might be there. 
And then um, I'm going to stick it. And I'm going to do it right now, Mike, because I have to. I have to put this up somewhere slowly because I want it on a flat surface. You can cut this out if you want. There we go. It looks great. And this will be ready in about three weeks. They take about three weeks to cure. Now remember this little bit that I had over here? So I have the mold the other day that I was using and I didn't have enough soap in it. And it's this one right here. It's a chrysanthemum. And it needs a little more in it. So that's what I'm gonna do with the rest of this one is pour that on top of it. So that makes a whole soap. And then over here, I have my mermaid molds. We'll put the rest in there. See how that works? I don't like to leave anything. You know, I use every little bit that we have left over for the soaps. And that is how you have a soap. And the custom ones come in those little small ones. See this one that I made? This could be custom. It makes four one-inch bars. Or you can do the other one that makes eight one-inch bars. And um, with the shipping, I usually charge 40 for this one and 80 for the other one. And that includes the priority email shipping. That's it. That is basically it. Now you have your soap. You just have to sit there and wait for it. And voila. And then, ta-da, they look like these. <laughs> then they look like those after they cured. And, and you know what? This one, this one isn't, this one actually, like I said, is for my friend or uh, for his company uh, that I made today. But there are times where I'll put piping on top of it or I'll put different petals on top of it. So, you know, the sky's the limit on soaps, that's for sure. And I'm learning and learning more and more. Um, somebody asked me for kiwi or kumquat or different, you know, there's, somebody asked me for pistachio. They said that there's a women's scent called pistachio rose or something. And I was looking for it to see if we can make a soap uh, with it. Tobacco, vanilla is great. You know, I'm gonna try next for the men. Another man, manly fragrance is, um, it's Bailey tobacco, and it smells so good. And when I say tobacco, everybody, nothing smells like sm smoke. However, the Bourbon Street one, oh my gosh, that's another great scent. And uh, it has a smoky, woody thing to it. But I sell out of that one, too. Bourbon Street is great. Makes great gifts as well. Father's Day, Christmas, birthdays. You get the picture. So, so many holidays and, and so many, you know, great ideas you can get as a gift for somebody. Yep. So many soaps and not enough time, but I always make time. <laughs> and if, you've, if you guys have tried any of Hollywood's, let us know what your favorite is. Comment and let us know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like Michael, I have What's a link for you. Go to Hollywood Botanica or Nashville Botanica or my Facebook or go to Twitter at Glow Hollywood or the Instagram. I have an Instagram soap one, Hollywood Botanica, B-O-T-A-N-I-K-A, or just go to um, official Glow Hollywood. You'll find me. I'm around. I've, I've been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much, Hollywood. One thing we want to do, because you didn't get to do this the first time you were on, because I didn't have this, but we're going to play a little lightning round with you right now. Oh, I love it. All right, cool. So basically the way it works is I'm going to name you a couple things, and you just tell me which one is your favorite. Okay, well, I'm cleaning up. Go ahead. So we're going to start off with peaches and cream or strawberries and cream. Peaches and cream. Yes, thank you. I love peaches and cream. <laughs> I need to make a soap. That's a good one. <laughs> a chain letter or a love letter? Love, baby, love. The Flintstones or the Jetsons? Ooh, I like both. Gosh, I would say the Flintstones because they're so animalistic with their outfits. <laughs> a parrot or a parakeet? Someone to talk to, I guess, is a, par a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> apple pie or apple pay? Apple pie for sure. <laughs> I, I don't trust that apple pay. <laughs> a little bit country or a little bit rock and roll? Rock and roll, come on. <laughs> you know that. coaster or Ferris wheel? Ooh, roller coaster. <laughs> uh, yeah, roller coaster. Crossword puzzles or word searches? Word searches. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I like word searches too. McDonald's or Burger King? Uh, well, when I was a kid, it was McDonald's. I, I guess I'll just go with McDonald's. <laughs> Would you rather wear a hat or sunglasses? Sunglasses, baby. <laughs> American Idol or The Voice? Or I'm gonna throw in two, The Masked Singer. I don't watch any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to answer? You can uh, skip. Yeah. <laughs> the voice. The voice. And would you rather play a slot machine? Because here's a Vegas question. A slot machine or roulette? Roulette. <laughs> Anytime. Well, thank you again so much for joining us, Hollywood. It's always a pleasure. We always have fun when you're here. Um, everyone enjoyed last time you were here, and we'll have you back oh, again, and we'll have awesome. lots more fun. I All just right. want to say, I want to say thank you so much for having me on, and everyone who has bought soaps, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much, because you turned my little hobby into a little side gig, and I truly, from my heart, appreciate it. So thank you, everybody. Thanks, Mike, for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. And we'll put up those links right after this episode, too, for anybody who missed them. And thank you so much for watching, everyone. Thank you again, Hollywood. Keep it right here for some more great interviews. And we'll talk to you all soon, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, I'm Hollywood. Sure, I like to speak my mind, but I don't cyber bully. Friends don't bully friends. Okay.